You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. A new episode. And today we have a fashion icon, Miss Carla Rockmore, also known as the real life Carrie Bradshaw, if I can say. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy and excited to have you. Oh, Heather, I'm just thrilled to be here. (laughs) I wish you guys, we have to put like some edits up because I need people to see how gorgeous you are and this closet of yours. Like I am in awe. Closet takes precedent over the face, I must say. No, oh my gosh, she is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. How did you get started in all of this? Because you didn't just acquire a two-story closet like when you were little. Like, how did you? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I've been a clothing designer um, since my early 20s. So I do come by it honestly in terms of the collecting. I promise you I'm not a hoarder. Okay. <laughs> and I used to, I was, I'm from Canada. And oh. we had a, you know, cute little house, small little house there. And I would run around from closet to closet naked getting dressed while my husband screamed at me put down the fucking boys (laughs) (laughs) that is so me that is so me I I literally will go from my I I shouldn't say this in case my neighbors are listening but I literally will go from my bathroom to the laundry chute to my kids It, it is hysterical and I'm like all my blinds are open all the windows are wide open I'm like I I hope I've always been an oversharer, so why not go there? Same. 
And then, yeah. And then we moved down to Dallas okay. for his job. How long ago have, was that? It's now 11 years. Oh, wow. And it seriously would have been an easier, uh, I would have had an easier time moving to the bowels of Jaipur than India, than the, you know, than, than the suburbs of Addison, Texas. I was completely <laughs> shocked and I had no, I didn't know where to buy milk and everything was, I thought everything was closed. Turns out, no, all the stores are just tinted windows. So, yeah, I was like, where do I buy milk? Everything's closed. And he's like, oh, no, you close Yeah. My sister lives in Dallas. So, oh, just- yes, I went out there for my niece's graduation. And I remember having to having to go to Target because that was the only place that was kind of close. And I said, I've got to get glasses. I have such a headache. I had to get, like, darker sunglasses. Right, Right. It's 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 like living under the solar eclipse. I did but not the know good that. news yeah. is, is they make big houses. <laughs> so when I saw this on Zillow, I was like, and it was already built. It wasn't like it wasn't my um my manifestation. Maybe it was my manifestation, but it was already built. It was just mint, and I don't like the color mint. So I was mm. like, honey, I can work with this as long as we paint it white. And boy, oh boy, do I work with this. I mean it is <laughs> People are going to have to see it. I promise I'll put a video up because it is absolutely amazing. It, I didn't know the first video I watched of yours. I saw how big like the bottom level is. And then I saw the stairs and you started walking upstairs. I'm like, oh, no, she has her own department store. <laughs> okay, so I have to say I am really good with angles. It's um, when people come in, they're not at, they're slightly underwhelmed. Because it's not as big as it does look. But but then you must be really tiny. Because comparing you to that space, it looks ginormous. Well, I think, you know how when you capture full body on camera, Mm -hmm. have to put the camera down. Right. And like lose your entire jawline. God damn it. So I have (laughs) to do that. And I think that angle makes it look much more expensive. Okay. Okay. My producer and I have had this conversation because he's what, like six, seven? How, how tall are you? I'm six, five. So yeah, I do the same thing. And he, he does this with the camera. And I'm like, you are literally like squishing me down like a midget. And he's like, no, my wife told me. I was like, listen, put the camera here. He goes, oh, that does make a difference. I'm like, yes, us people that are not so. <laughs> Giraffe-like. Right. challenged people need others to crouch. And that's <laughs> I was like, literally, it's up here. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I feel bad for you. <laughs> okay, here's the big question that I think I want to know, everyone wants to know. Why are we so infatuated with clothes and jewelry and accessories. I mean, I if I could, I would shop every day and buy a new piece. I know, it's an issue. Like, but why? Least, well, <laughs> why are we this way? I think that we recognize that the way you put yourself together is the easiest way to express yourself without words. Mm. So every time you get dressed, you're putting on this mantle of what you want to say to the world Mm -hmm. and really i don't want to put pressure on people because that'll give anybody anxiety when you want to run around 
in sweats, which I do every time I step out of my house where I don't have a gig or a thing or a zhuzh. I am in my Lululemon, my baseball cap, a pair of dark sunglasses, and a good lip. But other than that... Wait, what is a good lip? Because, I, I mean, obviously, red hair, very fair skin. People are like, oh, try a red. I'm like, I could never. Well, firstly, you as a redhead could so rock a red lip, it's not even funny. Really? Like, oh, my goodness. We would have to get you Sisley 40 rather than Sisley 42, which I am wearing because it is a more I'm writing this down. red. <laughs> A little bit more of an orange red rather than a blue red. But what I mean by a good lip is just something, a little swoosh, because I find a lip the easiest thing to do if you want to do nothing else and have glasses on, like sunglasses or whatever, or even not, whatever. Have a little pink gloss, something Mm. that lifts you up so that if you happen to bump into that mm -mm, at the grocery store, you feel good about yourself. I I love that. And here's why. <laughs> I am I just turned 48 last Friday. And I congratulations. Thank you. Level 48. Don't wear makeup. I couldn't even tell you. I don't even think I have the correct makeup to even put on a full face. Because some of my savage fam, my followers are like, put let, let's just see what you like with a full face of makeup. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> so mascara the, is my friend. Exactly. But the thing is, okay, so here's the thing. You have to be comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. And if the way you are comfortable is clean-faced with a little mascara, then lean into that. Yeah. Because nobody is going to change your spots and it's only going to make you nervous. I might say that a little slightly pink lip gloss, like maybe a Bobby Brown petal number three that you can do with your eyes closed mm-hmm. while you're, you know, at a red light will give you that tiniest little bit of, I would say, color to your face for when you're running around. I love and that's it. Like- I'm, ri- I'm writing these down because I will not remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the easiest one. Just a soft pink gloss. Don't go nude. A lot of people, ah. especially as they age, mm-hmm. a lot of people um, believe that because they've never worn color on their face, they're not going there now. But here's the bad news, ladies and gents. We lose elasticity. We lose volume and we lose luminosity of our skin. Mm-hmm. So we need to just add a smidge of a tiny bit of color. So if you went nude, just just add a touch of pink or a touch of coral to that nude and see how your life changes. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm definitely going. I'm going to get both of them and just see which one I like better. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Why not? But yeah, yeah, I have zero clue. Like these shapeshifters on TikTok, I'm like, Oh my, yeah, I would have never guessed that that was you. And that is gorgeous. I'm in awe, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, so I've caught a couple of those where I've never seen anything. Now, look, 
I can do a good lip and I can do blush, but I am 56 years old. I mean, back in the day, there wasn't contour the way, or at least I didn't delve. <laughs> Excuse me. I cannot believe the amount of makeup. And they how they know applied. how to do it. Yes. It's like a mask. Yes. Right? Yes. And I'm like, you look stunning, but I it would melt off my face Same. by one thirty. <laughs> Same. I'm like, I would probably forget and like wipe my face and half of it's off. It's like an inch. I can't figure it out. It's it's fascinating. It it really I, I watch yes. it like I watch National Geographic. <laughs> I'm I'm the same. I'm like, oh, really? I would never have thought that. <laughs> and the dots, right? The dots, yes. And then the polka dots and the lines and the this. And then have you seen? Have you seen? All of a sudden, they put all these like lighter highlighters and darker contours, and then they take a brush and they mush it all together. It, yes, and it looks spectacular. I, I really am going to start calling them artists because they are. I really have, there's no, there's just no way. Like if someone mailed me makeup, I would literally have to sit on YouTube and figure out, well, where does this go? And what about this? Because back in the day, like you said, we didn't have all of that. I had really long, I have really long lashes, naturally. I have my red hair and it was cool because no one could mimic that. But then now the game has changed and everyone can have long lashes and everyone can have red hair. And I'm like, dang it. But then right. I embrace them as well because yes. I look at that as a form of flattery. Like, oh, well, people want red hair. Because back when oh. I was younger, we got made fun of. Now it's like, no, I not know. as much. And I remember that because my best friend had red hair. She is so gorgeous. And I was watching, I watched The Whale Saturday night, which was excellent, by the way. And Sadie Sink has the most gorgeous, gorgeous red hair. And I'm like, honey. Do you think maybe I should, you know, and he's like, step away. My skin tone wouldn't work. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was younger and your friend probably got this too. It was, oh, redheads are either really, really pretty or they're just ugly. Like there's no in between. I was like, oh my God, I heard that so much. I'm like, and they're like, thank goodness you're. I was like, oh my Thank thank God you're cute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that is so mean. Thankfully, much of the world has changed since then, including other denominations of color and shape and, you know, whatever it may be. It makes my heart happy. Doesn't it make yours happy from like when we were young to now? It makes it optimistic. Yes. I'm concerned what's going on in the world, but it makes me optimistic. Same, same. I'm hope. I guess I have to take those pieces of at least this was a, a good transition right and a lot of the other ones i'm like oh no but yes oh no you have to thank the youth who Mm -hmm. changed it because it happened so fast you know well and i feel like our generation we are all way more open than what i feel like our parents and our grandparents were that is that is the hope for me that absolutely that we have that communication with our children I think we have the responsibility as open. Um, oh gosh, if I'm going to say public figure, I might projectile vomit. But <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. If if we are if we are open and we have some sort of okay, if we have a platform, mm-hmm. okay, 
Mm-hmm. I think um, we need to show that inclusion so that people of our parents' age and onwards start seeing it as normal. Mm-hmm. I agree. One of the reasons I started posting with Ivy, that was the main reason I posted. I have a trans daughter who came out during the pandemic. And um, the main reason we do this is so that, because I'm absolutely positive that there are other trans families, and I call them trans families because it's a family transition. I don't give a shit what anybody says, okay? I mean, that's what I would think. Transitioning, and you birth them, you are in that transition as well. Sure. And so the more people that see us normal daily life, Mm -hmm. getting dressed, having conversation, this, that, the easier it might be for other mums and dads to not only accept the transition, but embrace it mm-hmm. and and just, just, it's not a big deal. It's like being born with blue eyes. You can't choose. Yeah. So it is what it is. So do, how many children do you have? I've got two. You have two. So I've got an older son. Did a hetero, very hetero, <laughs> year old, older son. So who? He's, he's the one that's going to kill me. Ivy took, <laughs> Ivy probably, well, I don't know. Did Ivy get the fashion gene? She did. Yeah. We were, it was, she was, it was, you know, she, it was really early. She was about nine years old and we were going to shul for the high holidays. We were Jewish, we're, we're Jewish, we're going to shul. And we have another family with us in the car who's who's just sort of introducing us to Dallas. Okay. And we're all together. And as I left, Ivy said to me, mom, you forgot your clutch. <laughs> and she was nine. And the other kid said, how do you even know what that was? <laughs> comes by it honestly i i love that my i mean my mom it was always well how can i hide my shape right so it wasn't very talking about us being open right more it it wasn't that way it was just how can i hide my shape i don't like the way that i look i don't i don't like this i don't like that um you know it was always a look in the mirror and she didn't she didn't like herself and it broke my heart because here's my mom that I love and I'm like oh my gosh you're you're like amazing how do you not love yourself how do you not so I yeah. think style was always big for me yeah. because I just loved it I'm like oh that can make someone feel pretty or that can accentuate this for them or I loved that side of things and I always I always liked taking something that's kind of rough around the edges and making it nice so it was almost the same thing like with the clothing and my mom didn't really have that. And I, I think about that with you. I'm like, oh, if she were my mom, oh, we would probably have three closets. <laughs> We'd probably have so much. But yeah. I just love the fashion world. And some I'm, of sorry about, I'm sorry about your mom. That makes me sad. Um, I think it's also her generation that, that just sort of pushed women down mm-hmm. um, to feel that way. But I was lucky that I come by it honestly because my mom was a, uh, she's a she's a she's an artist she's a painter oh, okay. so her whole world was about color and proportion and mm-hmm. shape 
and she wasn't a conventional mother. So yeah, if we were lucky, we had mac and cheese, maybe <laughs> in the you know, you know, and maybe she'd throw on some bacon. But <laughs> yeah, like there was none of that. There was none of the school lunches or any of the. But she knew how to put herself together, mm-hmm. and believe me, she has a bigger bottom. Okay, but okay. she proportionally understood how to shape shift that area and highlight the right areas. So it was always a conversation in our house, not like you must do this, mm-hmm. but rather just through um, visually me seeing her get dressed and what she did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was easy for me to pick up and develop that sense. And that's what I would love today. You know, as we're talking about these things, I would love to kind of break things down because I, I know that there are people that have just lost weight or people that are starting over, like newly divorced or moms. And it's, I think a lot of us get into this, well, I'll just throw sweats on or I'll just do this. And, and, and we don't realize that doing something nice, even if it, my therapist a couple of years ago, we were talking, she said, you have to start doing something nice for yourself daily. And I said, well, how about weekly? <laughs> Start weekly. And for me, it was going and picking out one item of clothing. That made me feel like I was doing something nice for myself. So as we kind of talk about people transitioning back into themselves, right? Finding themselves again. How do we do that on on the clothing side? How do we help people get back in there and say, this compliments you. This is going to make you feel better. Like, where do they start? Do they, what do they do? So the first thing I would say is listen to your gut. Okay. Okay. And if a pair of pants makes you feel good and you're comfortable in those pants, I give you permission to buy them in 12 different permutations and combinations so that you feel good in your base garment. Okay. Okay. And, you know, shape is interesting because, do I put this without being skewered on a, on a stick? I tried to do a, I tried, you know, being 56, okay, I was taught as a designer in the day. Okay, I went to fashion school in the early 90s. So we learned about how to, you know, if you're if you're big busted, you wear a more fitted jacket rather than a larger jacket so that you maintain some shape, etc. And I did a video and it was like my one video where I got it was, I was mortified because the last thing I want to do is hurt people. Sure. Anything, right. So, you know. So how was, I, I, I'm missing. How was, how was it hurtful? What were they saying? People took it as me calling them out as fat. But you didn't I say that. the video, I, because somebody, uh, uh, one of my uh, followers asked me in a DM, um, and she she said, can you help me? I'm really big busted. Okay. And all these oversized, because everything's these oversized suits, 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think I don't understand why it's not looking good on me. So I explained in the video how sure. she proportionally would look better. Mm-hmm. I didn't direct it to her. That was probably my mistake. I said to everybody, and I opened it up with a really bad line. I opened it up with, are you having trouble with the oversized coat? That's not for you. Step away from the trend. <laughs> but I was trying to be funny. Sure. And then I, and then I uh, was self-depreciating because I then said, I'm flat as a board. So there's no boobies to like break the line. This is the type of jacket you should be wearing. And I went on to styling. Well, did I get it? So, oh, terrible. Mm-hmm. Only on, it's interesting. Like I have, um, I have followers, I guess I have pla- different platforms. Sure, sure. Right? So based on age of, of who's watching, mm-hmm. I get this whole socio sociological view of what people are thinking. It's really interesting because I get different comments. I will say, on- I think that happens for everyone that has multiple platforms. If I post right? something over on TikTok, it might be more accepting, but you'll have some of the younger ones come in and say something. Then if I right. post it on Facebook, it's like, we love you. Say whatever you want. But then you have right. one or two that take what you say. I did a video um, and it was it was a woman who was doing a handstand and she had a one piece swimsuit on and literally her lips. You yeah. could not see them anywhere. And I just simply said, where are they? Like, I was amazed. And I was like, kudos to you because mine would be clapping. Like, there's just no way, right? And so everyone in the comment section was like, my meat curtains would never. Like, we all were relating of like, we're so jealous, but you're beautiful. But like, we couldn't. And it went like really viral. And everyone loved it. But there was one person in my DMs. You have a responsibility as an influencer of the amount of people that you have following you. You are making fun of women with small lips. And I'm like, that's not what we were doing at all. We were actually saying we envy you. We love you. We just could not. Like, we're embracing our womanhood, like, honestly. So I say that to you because you're always going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. That takes it in the wrong way. I didn't take offense to that. I... My older sister is bigger busted. She always was. So growing up, here's me flat. And my sister was very developed very early on. And it wasn't like we could really share things or we had two completely different body shapes. And I remember her going through a lot of struggle as she was growing up because it was hard to find certain things. Because like you said, it was in the 90s, it was like cut like a square. So if you were big busted, then everything else looked like a tent on you. So I would have forwarded her. I would have personally forwarded her your your video because I would have thought she would have liked that and wanted to know. So I didn't take. And what I would and what I would say to her, I recently got another DM about a button down shirt because Mm -hmm. button down shirts are easy and great and they can be very flattering. And this this girl was saying, I can't I can't figure out how to. I love it, but I can't figure out how to wear it. Sure, because because of my boobs, like I'm puckering. Yeah. So I told her, which is a great little trick is that you buy a a, a size up okay. or two okay. by whatever oversized shirt fits your boobage area okay and maybe buy it less expensively 
so that you can have a budget to tailor it mm-hmm. at the sides mm-hmm. and the darts. And then chef's kiss, gorgeous. Because so, I think that's beautiful. I think curvy women are very beautiful. Oh, and I think funny. that they get the shaft. I, I'm not saying I'm super skinny. I don't want anybody to hear me say that. But I think that they get the shaft when it comes to clothing because it just literally fits straight. And I'm like, man, you got curves. And that would be awesome to be able to show those off. And yeah, unfortunately, oh, I, I, women with curves need to show them off all day long. It's I think just, every body yeah. shape we should embrace. Yes. And love. It was funny because I had my birthday party last weekend or weekend before. Um, And I did. I said, I'm just going to glam out. I'm going full out. I mean, it was literally the whole entire dress sparkled. It was low cut. And someone commented, I love you. And that dress is gorgeous. But you are shaped like a pencil. Like what? Yeah. But it's it's that passive aggressive. Like, I love you. But and I'm like, well, first of all, you were literally the only one that had a negative comment. But. I'm like, if I like it and I feel good in it, I think that's what we need to allow people to do. And there's so much judgment. And and that's the key, isn't it? Like if I were going to tell anyone who's gained a few pounds or lost a few pounds or is going through some sort of change, mm-hmm. like we all do, believe you me, I'm 56, yeah. my waist is spreading like the Dead Sea. Okay? <laughs> no matter what I do, I haven't changed it. It is, it is what it is. Yeah. And um, I would tell them to buy some classic pieces of clothing, like a few good shirts in colors that look good on them. So they have colors that are close to their faces that complement their skin tone. Uh-huh. So is there and- the color wheel? Is that a thing? Sure. Because yeah, I've seen definitely. people do those. Okay. So yes. should they look up their color wheel and, and Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's a good thing to do, but at the same time that you can also shift that. For example, you know, orange is gonna be one of the hottest colors for some. I look like death in orange. Okay. Somebody give me a shovel. Same. So what am <laughs> I gonna do? I still like the orange. I think it's a gorgeous color. But I'm going to put a little more bronzer on and I'm going to put a lip on that is maybe a fuchsia or a tomato to juxtapose against the shocking orange on my face. So if someone gets in their color wheel, let's say let's say there's someone brand new that they've either lost a lot of weight or they've been in mommy mode and they're like, I'm ready. Would you recommend jeans? Sure. What would you recommend on their staple? Like, what would be a good staple for someone just starting out? I think the first thing to do is know where where your waistline is. Are you short waisted? Are you long waisted? Are you perfectly proportional? So, proportion is the first thing because your body is like the scaffold to the building. Mm. Okay. So, know your body. Okay. Know. Are your shoulders, do they stick out farther than your hips? Do you, your hips stick out farther than your um, shoulders? And then depending on that, mm-hmm. think about clothes to balance you. That's the first thing. Okay. Then color, color, embrace color. Too many women wear black 24-7. And I love black. I love a good black fit. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you know that black is not a color. 
what? Wait, what? I did not until I watched one of your videos the other day. I said, hold, hold on a second. So black it's and not. white are shades. Wow. So black and white and the derivatives thereof, like grays, are shades. Color is everything you see on the color wheel. All that fun stuff. So color pairs beautifully with color, just a little bit infinitely more sophisticated, a little bit infinitely. That's an oxymoron. It is absolutely more sophisticated to pair color with color and black and white with grays. Mm. So if you're wearing, let's say, if your favorite color and usually your favorite colors are colors that look good on you, just instinctually. People yes. do that. Mine is okay. like a royal blue, the green, the jewel tones for me. Jewel tones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have an emerald green top on, an emerald green blouse, mm-hmm. and it's complimenting your face, and you've got that little pink gloss because I'm making you do it. Mm-hmm. And you want to put on a bottom. You don't want to go bottomless out into the world. <laughs> We have to leave our house. <laughs> right. So your instinct, if you're not running around you're in your jeans, you're instinctively going to go for the black pants or the black skirt. Okay. Right. Rather than do that, choose the closest color next to that green on the rainbow. So you know how the rainbow goes red, orange, green? No, wait. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Mm-hmm. Those are the... Six basic colors, right? So green. What is green flanked by? It's flanked by yellow and it's flanked by blue. Blue. Okay. So you know what's the darkest of those? Blue is darker than yellow, mm-hmm. right? So you know to go blue because you you want green on your top, and just bring it to the darkest blue, navy. So an emerald green top looks very sophisticated. And very wearable out in the world Mm -hmm. with a gorgeous, rich navy blue pant. And it will elevate the look rather than a black pant. I love that. I love that. I have this emerald green shirt that I love. And when I put it, I'm like, it looks great with jeans. But then I put it by the black and I'm like, ah, it just needs a little more zhuzh. So, right. And I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's super maybe. great with jeans, particularly uh, uh, be, because of the blue in the jeans. You're right. So that's a very, I don't want to say super easy, but that is a an easier way to kind of look at color. Because yeah. when I was growing up, again, my mom's like, hide everything, hide, you know, like hide my waist, hide out all of this stuff. It was like dark clothes, black, 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 black. And so I think that for a lot of us women, we go to the black side of things because we're told it hides imperfection, it hides us. And instead I'm like, damn it, why can't I just embrace my body? Right. Why, do, why can't I do that? Like, yeah. Let's, and it's also black is somewhat easier when you travel. I, I And I love black. Yeah. I, I wear black all the time. But there was a point where I don't remember having any other color but black in my wardrobe. Yeah, I, never, I never went there. And I was I like, I need to I need to switch that up. OK, what would you say for someone that's thicker in the waist? Thicker in the waist, I say a fitted blazer or a fitted shirt that has a uh, some sort of button opening okay is a really good idea 
Because what that allows you to do is let's say you wear a dark colored t-shirt or whatever Mm -hmm. underneath Mm -hmm. a saw and you put that blazer over top. If it has structure, if it's not loosey goosey, it's going to naturally give you shape. Mm. I also love dresses and anything that have crisscross. Oh. So I don't know if you saw, I, I have a video called crisscross applesauce. It was one of my first videos. And I really, I mean, it was so funny because I was going off to an event and I was getting dressed really, really quickly. And that's what I do. I just get dressed and talk about whatever's going on in my head. And I thought I looked like a librarian as I left, but I shot it. Okay. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. It was really, really early, Uh, but I did my crisscross applesauce chick. It went viral. I'm still getting videos of women, not videos, uh, pictures doing the crisscross. And it's such a fantastic trick. You take an oversized shirt. I love oversized because you can play with it and you can do things with it. You can, you don't have to wear it exactly the same. Another thing I would do going on another tangent because I'm a Gemini is if I've got a, a, a wide <laughs> waist is I might, um, I might do an oversized shirt and belt it mm-hmm. so that I've got a, a fluffy peplum of the shirt underneath so that it proportionally looks like there's a small waist, even though there's not. Mm-hmm. And another thing I might say is, okay, embrace your waist. So, you don't have a, a, a waistline. You probably have fantastic legs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so dive into a mini skirt. Anyway, I don't know where I was going. Oh, yeah, the crisscross <laughs> applesauce. So you buy the shirt a little larger and you wear a pair of your regular jeans that you love. Mm-hmm. And you button up the shirt up until your belly button. When you hit the belly button, or maybe one above, depending on the buttonholes on the shirt, you leave it open and flailing. And then you take the shirt tails, the open shirt tails of that shirt, and you crisscross it into the waistline of the jeans Mm -hmm. to keep it in there. And it makes this little gather and drape, and it diffuses any kind of issues i think it's brilliant i think it's absolutely brilliant because you already have the top it's not like you're having to go out and buy all of these extra things you literally can just criss it crisscross it and tuck it i I think that you're gonna be frustrated if you if you do the crisscross with a fitted shirt true because (laughs) you need the fabric right i always buy my shirts oversized i i I am really excited because i know so many people out there right now are like I have just learned several things. They're probably jotting this stuff down saying, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to be doing that. Okay. As they're going shopping though, are skinny jeans in or out? Skinny jeans are not in at the moment, Okay, but fashion is cyclical. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it will come back. And if you like the skinny jeans, put them in a box, slide them under your bed. I guarantee you, in two and a half years, you'll be wearing them. Okay? What about so, bell bottoms? Because I, I mean, we're old enough that we had them, and now they're gone. Not I they were back. Never get rid of a bell bottom. This is probably why I have an issue with the fact that I just had to 
kick my husband out of his walk-in. <laughs> now, this is embarrassing. He's up in the media room, poor guy, on rolling racks. And yeah, I I now have an extension of the boudoir uh, because I have no freaking space because I can't goddamn get rid of anything. You need because it. When it's I get it's your job. I want it. Yeah, it's right. your job. Right? It comes back. Everything's cyclical. If you love it, wear it. Okay, what what is your favorite decade? 70s, without question. And I have a, a feeling it was because that was the year my parents got divorced and they would, like my father would take me on the weekends and my mother was, they were 36, okay? Like now when I think about it, they were having the time of their life. <laughs> They're lovely people and they get along very well. I was very lucky that way. But I watched my mom get dressed to go to like, Saturday night fever. And then my dad, you know, he had this pendant with a pig. It was like a big <laughs> pig. And I, I, you know, it's, I think you gravitate towards what you saw as a kid yeah. because that's what influenced you. I think so, so too. Cause I'm a nineties, like the nineties just really hit me different eighties right. and nineties. Yeah. Right. I do. I do love the 90s as well. I do lean into that a bit because I was in my early 20s. Mm. So that was like, you know, the bright just colors. It just makes me happy. Like when I think of the colors that were hot at that time, I'm like, it just makes me happy. For me, it's the construction boot. Oh, from the, 90s. Mm-hmm. The, the ripped overall, you mm. know, the come on Eileen look. It yes. will yes. never leave me. It will never leave me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. Are there any no's right now that you would say stay away from or absolutely do not do this? No, I think that if it speaks to you, fashion is a form of creativity and dive in. What I might say is, for example, things that are impractical, depending on your, like there's certain things I'm just like, I've had enough. I'm not going into a four inch heel anymore. Thank you very much. Kiss my. Yeah. Um, and for example, the, the vinyl pant, it's hot. It's everywhere. This shiny vinyl pant. And I did it the first time and it, it, it makes noise. And I get in and out of the car and I squeak and it, dr- it drives me crazy. So I'm not, I'm not going there. What I'm doing instead. And I believe that the biggest tip I can give in fashion is use your clothes as a canvas and use your accessories as your color and paint. Mm. So take what makes you feel good, that pair of jeans and, you know, that great little white crisp top and throw in a pair of patent leather boots or a patent leather crossbody and you're, um, you're, you're looking fresh mm-hmm. because you you brought the trend in without the sensory issues. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I do like just a cute little white top and jeans and yeah. then let the love. other my accessories be my statement love. pieces. Love, love, love. You know, I'm battling right now um, a trench coat. Okay? Not like she needs a trench coat. Okay. She has a few. Um, but I am battling this trench coat because it's collarless and, and I don't do collarless well, like, you know, the round, just no collar, like just round. Mm -hmm. And you probably don't 
know this yet, but when you hit a certain age, collarless is an is an interesting, like even a even a crew neck is an interesting conversation onto itself. So um but that white shirt that you're talking about and that pair of jeans, which I love, if I were to pop the collar on that shirt and then put this fantastic trench coat over top, I am convincing myself that it is required. It's like, take that white shirt and that pair of jeans and then throw on pieces or a necklace or an earring that throw on color or the trend, which is the trench or whatever. I I love that because I feel like a lot of people have that staple right now that this could be something. How often do you shop? You know, I used to shop a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) I was a lot less busy. Okay. Well, I was wondering because I I thought if she shops a lot, I know there are people out there like, I have no time. I have no time to shop. I have no time to do anything. I feel like even Amazon has little earrings for under $10 that... Could zhuzh up a little outfit. Oh, absolutely. Look, shopping is my drug, okay? In the sense that I must scroll. I I must scroll. And like, you know, I have my five or six sites Mm -hmm. that I love. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the lists. And they come in. And then I, uh, I, with anxiety, which I didn't have, I didn't do that before, but with anxiety of it quickly, run through the new arrivals, okay, and put them in my wish list. Um, I used to take a lot more time to do that because, you know, when I moved to Dallas, my career was gone. I didn't even have a green card for five years. I couldn't work. Oh. And all of a sudden, I was carpool mom, um, and I'd never had been. And, you know, that's a whole other, I mean, there's a battle in my brain about that as well but um but listen for the people that are out here there are a lot of carpool moms and it doesn't mean I got stuck in the same thing when I was married it was she's a mom she's a wife that's it and I was like oh my goodness the only time I ever like get dressed up or do anything is because of this it's like now my life is just car plane car car lane and no I'm not just a taxi like I want to feel good so yeah. I think this is going to help kickstart some people into that direction. It's okay if you're going to go pick up your kid from, you know, school. It's, oh, yeah. 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 No, you can look cute. I want it to look cute more then than I do now when I run around. Like now I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm running and doing my thing because I got to get back to work. But no, no, no. Absolutely. I'm not putting anybody down. I enjoyed it. It was interesting. The only thing was, and it was fun to be with the kids and the whole thing. I had kids at two separate schools. So that was a lot of anxiety because, of course, the bell rang at the same time. So there was that. Like, I had to make sure that one had some activity before, so that, you know, he wouldn't take a bus and I'd never see him again. And um, the other thing was, in that time frame, between the two morning and afternoon pickup Mm -hmm. I had this expansive time where I was alone and I was uh not uh, 
not not as stimulated mm-hmm. creatively, my work, whatever. I missed that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that every person needs to find something, yep. even if it's 20 minutes a day yep. for them that makes them feel good so they don't have to rely on others for their happiness. Right. Didn't have that. There's no same. Yeah. There's no. Um, and there's nothing wrong. Like you said, there's nothing wrong. If someone is a stay at home mom, I did that for a while. I get it. But it is hard. And when you oh, are not. Like, yes. The hardest job I have ever done in my life. And believe you me, I have been traveling to Asia three months a year. I had been traveling to Asia three months a year and, and going to Europe first to to work in that area and then going overseas and then coming back. There's nothing that compares to being a juggling carpool mom right. with a family and a home. It's a hard job. So I think make sure people are hearing us when we say this. Do something nice for yourself. You don't have to lose yourself in that. You know, the stimulation that you're talking about, even just buying yourself a nice top or some yeah. earrings or making yourself feel good. I know what it feels like to literally just kind of go down that slippery slope and just sit in that and right. not feel alive and not feel, you know, right. this whole podcast. I'm like, this is going to give that little bit of something, you know, for someone that's like, well, I don't know. I'm stuck in this rut. How can I just feel better about myself? And I think sometimes the easiest way to feel better is to get dressed up or is to have that top that you love or the clothing that you love, put that on so you can feel better. Right. That's just- Hence the scrolling for me. Like I would sit in carpool line and scroll. Yeah. Right. But I think that, I mean, personally for me right now, the one gift I give to myself is exercise. I tr- mm-hmm. I don't do it every day. It's impossible. Okay. But I try four days a week at least to move, mm-hmm. just move. I'm not banging against walls. I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll pee. I'll pee in my pants <laughs> if I jump. Okay. So I'm not, it's just movement where my sure. body feels good. And I give that gift to myself because then I can um, give to others. Sure. It, it calms me. No. So uh, we, yeah, all we all have to find our thing. Whether it's a walk with the dog or a good book for a half an hour or something Mm -hmm. that soothes you, you know, painting or, you know, sculpture, golf, whatever. Golf Mm -hmm. might be a little much because it's like eight hours. Yeah, it's a long time. (laughs) Yeah, it's a long time. Okay, I had a boyfriend. I had to break up with him because like, it was it's too. Like, it's too much. It's too much. I, I, I never saw you. I like. I'm not looking at. Like, what's going on? We have a relationship. You have a relationship with your golf clubs. Anyway. Sure. <laughs> okay. Before we get to the Savage Seven, I have one question for you. If you were styling me, what would be something that you would say? Hey, that should be a staple for you, or try this. Okay. So. I think you probably look spectacular in forest green, mm-hmm. forest green. Okay. So I would love to see you in some sort of very ethereal forest green chiffon, maybe with flowers, like, like sort of the romantic, but dark floral. Okay. Dress. Okay. A, so the floor, like a, like a full, oh, full length. Okay. 
oh yeah, but I want it casual enough. Am I getting too specific? You're never no, gonna find. No, no, I love it. Let's hear it. I, I will, I'm gonna hunt casual for it. Casual enough that you can run around in it. <laughs> okay. So it it has a bottle green base. It has a it has a green base of some sort. It, the, the the pattern in there are autumn autumn colors like mustard and tomato and the, the colors okay. of the leaves in there in the florals in the florals okay okay and then a beautiful fitted waist and then just flow and i'd love that with because you're cool and have attitude some sort of construction boot all right are we ready okay yes we're ready okay this is the savage seven I'm going to ask you seven rapid fire questions. Take your time. You can answer as slow as you want. You know, if you want to think about it, you only get one skip. Okay. So use it wisely. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm an overshare. I'm probably not going to skip anything. (laughs) I love that. All right. Number one, what is the most embarrassing look that you've put together? Oh, Lordy. There've been a few. Okay. wait. Most embarrassing look. That I've put together. Or it could be the most embarrassing look you've put together for someone else. I, I'm, I'm not a stylist by trade, so I'll let, let me go with myself. Okay. So the most embarrassing look I put together is when I was, I still vintage shop, but I bought, um, when I was a kid, a, um, <laughs> I bought a vintage, uh, I thought it was the most adorable sailor suit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was literally like, where's the SS Admiral <laughs> with the brass buttons and the I whole thing. Head. Like there's, there's an iteration on that. That's gorgeous. But then like, hi ho, hi ho. <laughs> Did you have the hat too? Yes. And I had my friends down the hallways in high school polluting me <laughs> the whole day. That was I brave was. in high school? Oh, wow. oh, I was I was brave with the fashion. That, yeah. that is brave. All right, next one. One piece that you wish would just go away and never come back. One piece that I wish would go away. Okay, this is going to take a minute. Uh, <laughs> hey. I write the questions to stump people. <laughs> oh, the four-inch freaking stiletto. Ah, there we go. Go oh, away. <laughs> There. You're like, done. get it out of here. Huh. Uh, all right. Who is the worst dressed celeb in Hollywood right now? Oi. <laughs> Terrible question. <laughs> no, I skip. I'm sorry. <laughs> I dial it back. <laughs> I got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> right. Okay. If you decided to go into styling someone, who yeah. would you love to style? Who would I love to style? I would love to style Selena Gomez because I think she's just gorgeous. I love her. Right? Oh, I love her. That would be a great one. Or or Kelly Clarkson because I love her too. She's you picked two really good ones. Those are two of my faves. Oh, did I? Yes, okay. yes, okay. two of my faves. They're gorgeous. Yes, and I they love are dynamic, them. and I am a I'm attracted to to interesting dynamic women. I think they both are. I love them. All right, next question. Who is the best dressed in Hollywood right now? Oh, Kate Blanchett, hands down. Mm. I if I if I had all the money in the world, I would hire her stylist for me. <laughs> Everything she puts on is fantastic. 
And not only that, you can tell it's speaking to her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and just the way she carries herself, you, you oh, can tell it. Yes. Breathtaking woman. A- yeah. Absolutely. Next question. Have you ever turned away a celebrity that has asked for help? No, nobody. No, no celebrity has ever asked me for they help. They don't? I'm not a stylist. I know, but you have such a great sense of fashion that I'm surprised people... You know, I tried the job for about 15 minutes back in the day. It's not for me. Uh, I don't don't necessarily love it. And if you don't love it... No, you can't do it. Now it's different. I can help people quickly, but I'm not going to turn that into my full-time job. Okay, next question. A brand you would never wear. Well... (laughs) Brand would never wear, and I can't skip it. And you can't skip it. <laughs> I find something in everything, really. Do it's you? Real. I really. Um, okay, I would not wear. Um, I would not wear um, the Target flannel sleepwear because it's too dang hot, and I sweat. Okay. I have them, so yes, I can tell you it is very hot. Uh, it's really hot. Maybe. The fan, I always turn the fan on. I'm like, why do I even have these? Like, yeah. literally, I'm sweating. Yeah. Okay, last one. I'll tell you mine when, when, once you tell me yours. Okay. What is your favorite fashion movie? My favorite fashion movie is Blue Jasmine, which is, again, Kate Blanchett. I'm fat. I'm oh, fat I don't girl. think I've seen And it that. wasn't about fashion. But to see, I've watched the movie seven times because I just think it's phenomenal. And to see her go through her life in her emotional life okay. through clothing. It was at the end, she, she lost everything. She lost her entire world. But she had this, this Birkin bag. And I she, have no to say it, I've never what? seen it. Oh, I mean, look, it's a depressing movie. I like depressing movies. Okay? <laughs> Just I'm you put putting that out it there. out there. <laughs> it is not a, you know, it is not a, uh, you know, rom-com. And, but, but it is thought provoking. And she, it's symbolic for me. Okay. And if I also had to. Think about like a real, true, fun fashion movie. Mm-hmm. It would be Funny Girl for sure. Okay, I'm stuck on Cruella. Cruella. Oh, no, I literally have seen that movie probably 20 times, and I could Amazing. watch it again and again. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I would have loved to have lived in all yes. of that. Like that would have been. Yes. Devil amazing. wears Prada. None of that. Yes, Devil Wears Prada is the other one. Those are my two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. But you know, it's funny because Devil Wears Prada is unbelievable. But Emily in Paris gives me hives in the fashion sense. Mm. In the fashion sense. Because it's, I just, I don't understand. It's not right. (laughs) Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I know everyone else that is listening has definitely taken some things, you know, away from this. And I feel we will definitely feel better about themselves oh. and just knowing where to start. And I feel like I we, we, they will, they will. I mean, we beat ourselves up so much and you know how we're feeling inside. We reflect that outside and it's like, just throw something on and just go. And, and I think that 
people understanding now just one little tiny thing could change yeah. how you feel that day it could change yeah. how you talk to people it, it could change so much so so well, i appreciate thank it you so much for having me heather I you really are welcome love- this has been a, this has been amazing so i i appreciate it and that's it for us guys we're out Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.